welcome back. This is going to be episode two. It's Friday. Happy Friday. I'm recording this a little bit early because I'm going to edit it over the weekend and then post it on Tuesday as promised. But I have a little bit, I have a little confession about last, um, last week's episode, the first episode. I had to record it literally like three times. And by the third time I recorded it, I was just getting so annoyed. So I wrote out like a little script thing and that's why honestly at some parts it probably sounds like I'm reading. It's because I was, but no reading today. It's just going to be a stream of consciousness. I kind of wrote down some things that I wanted to talk about. So we'll get into that. I ended up posting the episode even though I wasn't fully happy with it because I, someone told me imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. So, so that's the theme. That's the theme for right now imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Anyway, I'm recording at the library right now because I did not want my dogs and birds in the background again. And I got a new microphone as well. So hopefully the sound quality is a little bit better. We're slowly improving things. All right. Without further ado, I wanted to talk about, I don't even know, like there's so many things that I have written down to talk about. And when I get down to actually talking about it, I'm like, well, where do I start? Like, what do I even talk about? Does that ever happen to you? I feel like my mind sometimes just like races. And then like when it's time to actually vocalize my thoughts and to like talk to somebody about it, it's just like blank. It's so weird. I feel like I have very um, conflicting thoughts and ideas sometimes. I feel like everything in my life kind of just is two polar opposites, like everything. Like, for example, social media, I always have the urge to just, like, post everything and, like, document everything, and it doesn't even matter. Like, it's just for me to have, like, some kind of, you know, I just like taking videos and pictures, so, like, whatever, post it, share it. It's, like, a creative outlet kind of thing. Post everything. Maybe if you post enough, you'll blow up on TikTok, whatever, but at the same time, I also have this very intense urge to like just delete all social media, go ghost, have zero social media presence or a digital footprint. And I don't know. I don't know what the medium is. I just recently put my Instagram on private because as much as I want to be posting and stuff and getting... So anyway, that's one thing that I'm like pulled in two separate extreme directions, like posting everything and then just going ghost. I like to say that I post and ghost on Instagram. I don't know. Instagram's just been dead lately. I don't even go on Instagram unless it's for like to post and then ghost, literally. And like my friends' pictures, I have to have notifications on for them. Otherwise, I won't see anything. I don't see anything in my feed, really. My time is mostly spent on TikTok and Twitter, unfortunately, and Pinterest. I'm a big Pinterest girly. Another thing that I'm really like pulled in opposite directions in is like the kind of life I want to have like on one hand of course I like all the luxuries and finer things in life like having a big fancy house and nice cars and yada 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 all of that you know material things whatever sometimes material things can make you happy I'm not gonna lie to an extent to an extent material things I think can increase your quality of life and your comfort maybe not necessarily your not necessarily your happiness but anyway on one hand i want like to be really 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 wealthy 
and to have all of these nice things. But on the other hand, I'm really, really, really drawn to this like minimalist lifestyle where I don't care at all about materialistic things and like just honestly setting up a tent in the middle of the woods and living off the land kind of deal. You know, those are two very different extremes. Flying first class, living in a mansion, having yachts versus living in the woods, having nothing, having a garden and living sustainably on my own. I've been thrifting a lot. Like most of my closet is secondhand, which I think is good because then I still get that material satisfaction from dressing nice and being able to express myself through my appearance but also feeling a little bit better about it because, you know, I'm not spending crazy amounts of money and I'm also helping out the environment in a way because so much clothes go goes to waste. I feel like lately I've been much more introverted. I Today's Friday night and I, I refuse to go out tonight. I have to go out tomorrow for my friend's birthday, but tonight we're going to record this episode, go to the gym, and just just chill. And I'm reading this book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle or Doily. And it's so good, guys. I'm only like 100 pages in or something like that. But it's really good. I've been hearing about this book for probably a year or two now. And it's really, really good. Um, One of the things that she was talking about that kind of caught my eye that I actually did want to talk about in this episode. So we're finally getting somewhere. But She was talking about like dreaming and envisioning the truest, most beautiful, possible, possible truth that you could possibly see and imagine for yourself. And then like living that, creating that. So I feel like so many times we are in situations that we're not fully happy in. And it's like, okay, well, then what do you want? Think about the truest, most beautiful, possible thing that could be for you. And then close the gap between that reality and that dream. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about boys. I want to talk about dating and I have literally been single for over a year now and I have been loving it. But I've also started to become like super 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 hyper independent and like I don't need no man. I can do everything on my own, which is cool, you know? That's empowering and I feel great about it. But At the same time, like, is there really anything wrong with wanting to be a little damsel in distress sometimes and counting on a guy? I don't know. I don't really think that that's a bad thing. And I know that there's this whole, I want to, I can't think of a better word, but I'll just say epidemic. There's this like whole epidemic going on right now where girls and women just hate men. Like, why do we hate men? If you keep thinking like, oh, all men suck, I hate men, then all right, you're just going to keep seeing things that confirm that for you. Confirmation bias. We learned that in psychology, okay? Confirmation bias. If you think all men suck, guys can't do anything, the bar is so low, then yeah, the guys that you're going to see things that confirm that. Whereas if I... I'm thinking, or if you are thinking, oh, I attract such great guys. There's such amazing guys out there. 
you know, the guys in my life are so sweet and attentive and, and whatever, you know, insert whatever you want, then that's what you're going to be attracting. Because if I'm thinking like, I don't know, your thoughts really, really, really become your reality. And that's another cliche that I'm probably going to say a lot, but it's true. Your thoughts come become your reality. And there's like literally scientific evidence around that. And I would say that that is the confirmation bias, you know, are just thinking that, you know, guys aren't worth your time, then they're not going to be worth your time. And as much as I think that it's really, really, really important to be independent and to be okay with being on your own, I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that you want a deeper connection with somebody and want to be able to foster that kind of relationship with someone because it's a really good thing. And not to mention, if you are trying to work on yourself, then sometimes getting into a relationship can help you with that more. I think that people have this whole misconception that you can't work on yourself in a relationship, but sometimes being in a relationship is going to teach you so much, especially if there's like things you need to work on because who's going to trigger you more than someone that you're that close to, you know? I think that all of all of the people in our lives are mirrors for us and especially the people that are closest to you, I think especially in those intimate deep relationships like romantic relationships are where you find truly more of maybe what you need to work on or things that you need to heal within yourself so yeah i'm in my like single hot girl moment right now but i'm not gonna fully dismiss the possibility of a relationship just because i still want to be single and working on myself I do want to be working on myself, whether I'm single or not. However, I think that a relationship would only maybe show me more of the things that I need to work on. And maybe we can work on them together. You know, everyone has their own baggage. Everyone has their own things that they need to deal with and their own traumas, whether they're small or bigger. But I don't know. Traumas, those everything, you know, I think everybody has trauma, whether it's something small or whether it's something big. Some people have more baggage than others, and that's totally fine. But from the day you're born, you're exposed to all of of these things from the world, from your parents, from your peers, from everything. And all of that affects you, even the smallest things such as, you know, Maybe something happened in your kindergarten class. You were so excited to show your teacher a painting that you drew and she was having a bad day. So she kind of just dismissed you, you know, or you were trying to talk to somebody at lunch or on the playground and they laughed at you or something, you know, something's as small as that start to hurt you even when you're a child. And I think as you grow up, those, the things that hurt you get bigger and bigger, you know, like there's obviously more complicated scenarios as you grow up, but they all still affect us either way. Everybody has their own wounds and then we're all hurt. And then we bond over all being hurt. And then we just want to hurt each other and get even 
And that is what's wrong with relationships and society these days. I think everybody is hurt and they don't want to, they don't want to deal with their own, with their own hurt and heal their own wounds. So they go out there into the dating world and they bond with other people that are hurt. And then what? Then we're all just hurting each other. And we're not really coming from a place of love because as they say, hurt people hurt people. And if you are not able to, you know, heal yourself, then I don't know. My dream, my truest truth for myself and my life and society as a whole, it's just like, this is going to sound kind of, I don't know. I would say I'm an optimist, okay? I would say I'm an optimist. So this is my dream. I have a dream, as Martin Luther King said, I have a dream that one day we can all just love each other, like just come from a place of pure love and kindness and appreciation for everybody. And I think that would be so beautiful. There's just so many people that are unwilling to look inside themselves and see what is hurt and, you know, put a bandaid on it. Stop bleeding over everybody else. It's not really fair. But what I see that what I see within my friendships, though, for some reason, friendships and relationships to me have always just been so different. Like navigating friendships to me has always been something that was really easy. I have no problems like making friends, keeping friends. I have lots of long-term friendships that have lasted. You know, my friendships are something that I really value and something that I really try to put effort into. But relationships, on the other hand, I feel like I just have so so much higher expectations for a romantic relationship than for my friendships. And I was actually just talking about this with my best friend the other day. My best friend and I were talking the other day about um, expectations in relationships and why do I expect so much from guys, but from my female friends, I don't really expect anything. It's kind of just like, okay, I'm happy and I like hanging out with you and you're happy, and you like hanging out with me, so let's hang out together, and let's share our happiness together. Versus with a relationship, I feel like oftentimes we look to relationships for them to increase our happiness, and if you are looking for happiness from somebody else, then you are looking in the wrong place. I'll tell you that. Happiness has to first and foremost, come from yourself so that you don't have expectations from your partner to fulfill those needs for you. It should just be, I'm happy and I'm, you don't even have to be happy all the time, but it's like, I'm happy and content within myself and you're happy and content within yourself. So let's come together and let's share that and let's make something more beautiful and better versus, oh, I'm happy, but I want you to make me happier. No, no, no. That ain't gonna work. You need to focus on yourself. But the second that you start depending even a little bit on somebody else for your happiness, you are just gonna be let down. You're guaranteed. There is no way that they will not let you down but work on yourself, you know, continuously work on yourself when you're in a relationship, when you're not in a relationship. And big, big, big piece of advice, don't have expectations. Let them show you exactly who they are 
and let them show you exactly what they think of you. Right, so don't have expectations. If you have all these expectations and they're not fulfilling them, you're gonna be disappointed. So what I've been doing is kind of just like, okay, I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna relax, I'm not gonna be demanding all of these things because I don't even demand those things from my friends, you know? I don't have any expectations from my friends whatsoever. I let them be completely who they are and then I see who they are and then I can choose, okay, do I accept them? Do I want them to be a close part of my life? Or do I maybe not like this so much? It doesn't align within my boundaries. I'm going to keep them at a distance. Whereas with guys, it was kind of just like, okay, I'm going to try and force you to fit in here and force you to fit in there. And that does not work. I think you should take the same approach with relationships as you do with your friendships like see how they are see how they treat you see what they're putting into it and then deciding based on that okay based on who you are being without my change you do i like you do i think that you fit into my you know what i accept do I want you close to me or do I not want you close to me? Just solely based on what you're showing me. I think all too often we just put so much expectations and pressure on romantic relationships and they should just be simple. They should just be a simple, do I like you or do I not like you? Do I want you in my circle or do I not want you in my circle? Not, oh, I like this guy, but he, he won't text me back. But he hits me up at 2 in the morning as a booty call. Oh my god, I don't want him to do that. I want him to take me on a date. Okay, well, he's not. He's not taking you on a date. So if that's your boundary and he's not following that, okay, clearly he's not meant to be in your circle. Or she. Or he or she. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Also, going back to the um, Glennon Doyle book, Untamed, she was talking also something that caught my eye she was talking about how women are so are basically people pleasers like a lot of women are people pleasers and think about other people before they think of themselves and she shared this story about um a mom going in and asking like hey who's hungry and all the boys were immediately like oh me i'm hungry and then all the girls like looked at each other and was like and we're like, oh, are, is she going to say anything? Is she hungry? Blah, blah, blah. And I've literally seen that happen. Like, that's, I've been in that situation before. Like, I've been one of those girls that would, like, look to the friend and be like, oh, like, are we hungry? Are we hungry? Not am I hungry. It's like, oh, are we hungry? Anyway, and then I went to yoga. I went to yoga a few nights ago. And my instructor was talking about the same concept about how as women we so often pour into other people's cups before we pour into ours and I have found myself doing that so many times in the past but I think it's so important to start to think about what you need for yourself whether whether or not you're a man or a woman listening um don't put other people before you, you know, I, I know that selflessness is great. And at times it, there's a time and a place for it, but be selfish. Okay. 
be selfish. You need to think about what you want first. How are you going to help somebody else if you can't help yourself? When an airplane crashes, you put your face mask on first. And then you put your daughter or your mom or your sister or your boyfriend or your friend or anybody else's face mask on. But first and foremost, you take care of yourself. Why do we do that? Why do we think about other people before ourselves? I don't know. At the end of the day, if you are not taking care of yourself, you're going to be burnt out. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be sad. You're going to be tired or whatever. And then you're not going to be able to show up for your friends and family anyway. They say um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, you can't. In fact, being selfish is actually in, it's better for everybody around you because if you're taking care of yourself and you're showing up for yourself and you're becoming the best version of yourself, then you're only going to be able to show up better for those around you. If I'm tired and burnt out and not taking care of myself, how am I going to help out my friend when she needs it? I'm not really going to be able to. I'm going to be burnt out and I'm going to be feeling down. Versus if I'm every single day waking up, taking care of me, thinking about me first, taking time out of my day to cherish myself. doesn't matter what it is, whether it's yoga. For me, it's yoga. For you, it could be anything. It could be taking a walk. It could be journaling. It could be going for a swim, you know, playing with your dog or cat. It could be anything. But take time every single day, even if it's five minutes, though hopefully you'll have more time than that. But it could be five minutes a day for yourself. Like, no distractions. Turn off your phone. Don't do anything but what you want to do. I actually really like recording here in the library. It's nice and quiet, and it feels like I'm in a little studio. Super cute. However, they close in, like, five minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for listening to another rant and ramble. Thank you so much for listening. This has been fun. Hopefully, I'm going to get a guest on here soon. I have some friends that wanted to speak on here, but we are in the works of getting more microphones. But when when the time comes, you're going to meet some of my besties. And I also had a little phone call last night with a friend of mine that has his own podcast. And you could be expecting a little collab there soon as well have a great day have you guys seen that girl on tiktok it's like have a great day not a good day all right well have a good day not a great day (laughs) have a good day not a great day have a great day not a good day have a great day and a good day we're just we're just having too much fun with this um call someone up give a friend a hug and take a second for yourself today that's my advice